I'm Kate. And I'm Rachel. And I'm Hannah. And this is Feast, Sheath, and Shatter. Is it hot in here or is it just me tuning in to hear these three chatting about fantasy novels of the spicy variety? Not your average book club if you know. Book chat podcast. <laughs> there, we did it. Now, awesome. Go. Um, so, I saved the last from chapter seventy to the end. Seventy is kind of where the end begins. Yeah, because we get fifty chapter of endings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have. I am worn out emotionally. Yeah, it's emotional for me. I try really hard, but like, yeah. So I, it is, I, I lied on the first time we did, I, I re-listened to our Throne of Glass pod mm-hmm. cast, that episode, on the way here. And I lied, and I said this was my third time through this. I've read Akatar three times, this was only my second reread. And it was so much more emotionally resonant this time. And not in ever with Aelin. It was all these small characters and yeah. all these heartfelt moments mm-hmm. throughout. Especially, I mean, throughout the book, really. So, and I also got my moon cycle started today. So it's just a special day for tears. Awesome. I feel like we're on your cycle. Are you? We must. We no. Is like it, we have a podcast. You are almost always on my cycle. Yeah. Or somewhere in it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Because if we do one around this time of the month, but we started. We did our first. Our first. Our throne of glass, pod came out on March third. So that's five months wow. ago. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. So about half a year because. You know, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. And um, I'm so proud of Rachel. So proud I of you, balloons. Rachel. You got balloons. <laughs> I was like, who are those for? <laughs> you got a huge balloon a, in the shape of an eight. An, yeah. Because she finished an eight book series. Yeah. With Correct. Us and have another one. Oh, no. This is remind. This is because I wanted you to have something. To remind you of your favorite character. Oh, good. And something that you guys have in common. Oh, good. I'm so I'm open Yeah, this is something you guys have in common. Now I have three Sarah J. Mass shirts. <laughs> I was wearing my Lady Death shirt yeah. yesterday or the day before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't it funny how we both got a gold bag? Yeah, well, it's turquoise and gold. Oh. You do not yield. Because yes. you think that's you. you don't. And in your like regular it. life. That's, yeah. You know, that's so fair. for me, that was the thing that was like, well, that's one of the things that they do <laughs> this, like, they do the same. Nice. Yeah, y'all do the same. Oh, and my This goodness. is the okay. other part of it. <laughs> oh, and this is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a coloring book. Oh, that's really funny. And it is terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. Wow. I don't yeah. know who these, these people are. These are horrible. Oh, my God. I, so when I got it in the mail, I was like, I'm going to color a page. Who wears a sword like that? Who? 
Which way is she? Lo- who is this? I guess that is <laughs> Selena Sardafian. I'm telling you, these wow. pictures have blown my mind. Yeah. And I thought, okay. It looks like it might be published by the people that did the original book cover. Oh, and I got That's why I pencils. got it. It looked Thank legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too funny. I don't think I'll even need all these because there's like one line in each picture, but... Yeah, yeah. So well, nice. thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to treasure it, obviously. Aww, obviously. Thank you, everybody. It's just like a, we're just so a, proud. A, a get, we're, we're all gift givers. Yeah. Everybody's always give. give you the gift of podcasting. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you give us gifts all the time. You're yeah. like, here, have some stickers today. Here, have some. Yeah. Here, have some more stuff. So thank you. This shirt You're is welcome. beautiful. Yes, and we have a wear all the time. We are the thirteen for now until the darkness claims us. Shirts too. Which, yeah. Don't read it again, Kate. I won't. Just I'm tuck gonna, the shirt down. There you go. Yeah. It just it's it's a lot when you're invested we've been doing this for almost half a year yeah mm-hmm. and it's a you know the first time i listened through i did it in a month and i only read i only listened to it so i didn't have any time to sit with the care i just listened through it and yeah. then immediately moved on you to, just got the plot yep through. and was yeah. like and the, the first time i read through kingdom of ash i didn't like it and then going through it this time and like slowly well, not like on one point four. Yeah, and re- I read. I, I also spent today reading it while I was listening, so I was super immersed, and it was a different experience. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that it was a great ending to a long series. Yeah. Also, want to bring up the phrase "multiple endgasms." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coined by my mother. Shout out to Ruth. Ruth, Wow, multiple endgasms. That's what it's like. Highly accurate. We have 50 chapters. It literally starts, I mean, it's almost two books. Yeah. It could be two books. Mm -hmm. While the first two books of the series should be one book. Yeah. The end could be two books because it's two parts. And then we still get eight books. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we've got that battle at the end of the first part. And then the second part, and now chapter like 71, Adian literally has a line where it's like, and so it begins. Yeah. And then you have 50 chapters of wrapping up right. these mm-hmm. stories. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot. She had a lot to wrap up. And she did. And she did it. Yeah. Um, I thought something that was really interesting. I took the time to read her thank you at the end. Yeah. And... If you consider that she was 17 when she wrote her first draft of Throne of Glass, she was 32 when she finished this book. Wow. So this was like a culmination of her life. Yeah. And when you look, you can tell by the way she's thanking people that she had better and better editors. Yes. She was making them a lot of money. Yeah. You can tell by the way the books go. Right. That she's getting better and better. They're like, oh, we need to invest in her. And her editors become better and better and better and essentially help her put the books together. Yeah. Clean them up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think this book is the length it needs to be. Yeah. I broke it up into like 60 to 70 pages a day and read it over, I think, a week and a half. Mm hmm. 
because then I knew if I got to a part where I got really frustrated, I only had to get through Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. a couple pages. And then I didn't, I didn't have to be like, okay, I have to sit here and read this all day. I've got to push through it. I can just be like, okay, and I'm done for today, which there were a couple parts where I was like, and I'm done for the day. And then there were a couple parts where I was like, okay, maybe I'll read a couple more pages. So it worked out. But yeah, it's, she had how many characters? She has Manon and the 13. She has Dorian. She has Kale. She has Irene. She has Aelin, Rowan, the Cadre, Cadre, Adian, Lysandra. And then she has like Evangeline, Sartak, Nezrin, um, just like the little people. Um, yeah. Elid, Lorcan. I mean, that's like, I would have gone through my hands like one and a half times mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, even it's, if it's like 20, even 20 if, little stories you, to wrap up. And yeah. She does yeah. in these really small moments that sure seem they're they're almost fluffy. But don't forget about Evangeline, who's yeah, who has an, a really important role in this book because yeah, she's kind of like the. You know, she's she plays this exposition piece where we kind of get to see what's going on yeah. during the battle. And I think one of the most touching stories that I picked up on this time that it didn't resonate as much the first time was the Darrow and Evangeline storyline. Yeah. And his softening. Love it. The softening. The, the softening. softening. Yeah. And it breaks up the battle for us. Because yep. I thought it would be like, okay, and then Adian killed another guy. And then Adian killed another yep. guy. And then Adian got hit. <gasps> but don't worry. Then Lysandra started killing people. And then Lysandra killed him. And it's like, okay, we can break that up with like Evangeline is going to talk to Darrow. And, and like tell what's happening. Right. So can it was a really talk smart. about poor Adian? He is yeah. biting the entire book. That he is all he does. Really gets the shaft in this book. Everybody else is moving, doing stuff, Having gathering resources, time. and he's just like, all right, going up They're to the battlements again. losing and losing and losing and losing. Yeah. Almost the entire time. He has, yeah, yeah he, he got the short end of the stick on that one. Yeah. There's a lot of, the stakes are really high in this book. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. More so. You know, if you think about where we started, <laughs> we've got this like street level, we have no idea I read, uh, I listened to the first, because I was in the car for two hours before mm-hmm. I came here. I also listened to the first and last chapter of Throne of Glass. And where they started. <laughs> the Hunger Games? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. We're just going to pick her up from Endovier and her, and their attitude towards her. The narrator's voice for Dorian. Yes. I was going to say that Dorian sounded like a whole, whole. Yeah, they made him haughty in the way that they typically do a villain. He's had a glow up for sure. Yes, he's a very different character. By the end, yeah. I mean, think about it. Think about writing a story when you're 17 and then when you're 32. Yeah. I cannot imagine. And meanwhile, in our story, we get two years' time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Selena was a child pretending to not be a princess and annoyingly so. Yeah. And now she is a battle-hardened warrior princess. Right. A queen. A queen by the end of it. Yeah. I think one of my absolute favorite, like when I zoomed out, when I was thinking about it earlier, I zoomed out and I was like, I think the thing I like the most about this is how we started with these really alien-centric books. And by the end of this story, 
She doesn't actually save the day. She doesn't save the day. No. Like everybody gets to save the day. And at the end of it, when they're like, everything's happened and the, the like all the bad guys start falling down and they start chanting Irene's name. Yes. And we had only met Irene like a book before. And yeah. like Kale sent Aelin to meet Rowan and Aelin sent Kale to meet Irene. And it. just how it doesn't have to be, it doesn't feel like it's all about Aelin at the end. Right. And her, the things that happen with her aren't, aren't the heartstrings of the story anymore. No. So... Did you, you put those it. box of tissues next to her on purpose? Did I? I don't know, but last week when I was here, I was she got me this keyboard. And when I got to my car, it was just in the car. She had put it in the car because she knew I'd forget it. And I don't know when she did it, but she did. <laughs> it's because she lives with someone with ADHD. <laughs> Maybe. I love it. I speak the language. Yes. Yeah. Fluent. Thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, it's just such a great story highlighting all these non-competitive female friendships, you know. What about when she's crowned and she grabs all the women forward to walk down? Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. You can make it, Kate. How about a, I got I got one too. Yeah, I mean I have a book I wrote down every time I cried. So if you want I, to, I was thinking um, about doing that. I mean I can put them on a level of like how many tears I shed yes. versus did I ugly cry? Yeah, I like the part where she defeated Maeve's army by, with a strongly worded letter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right up your alley. <laughs> she was like, it was really strongly worded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I guess your people got the point because <laughs> I wrote this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why doesn't she have an army? Well, I wrote a letter <laughs> to a, a couple key people. It somehow got delivered to her. She just, you know, she wrote Aelin in the corner, like from Aelin Galathinius. And then at, then the, the subject line was like for these people. And they were like, from Aelin. Okay, cool. And just gave it to him. <laughs> Maybe she delivered it by like bird or something. I know. That's so it's my favorite. She sends these all over to like war torn areas and they always get where they're going and they anyway. Well, she sent them six months prior. Like she thought about it a long time ago. I guess. Yeah. It was a long time ago. But also what cracked me up was Vaughn not being in the books ever. Just flying around. <laughs> yeah. The entire they, time. People are dying. Right. You know, we could really use your help here. Yeah. She literally forgot about Vaughn. She, she did. Forgot he, about she him. And then at the end, Fenris is like, well, our boy Vaughn's Vaughn, still out there. Our boy Vaughn, he likes the girls. <laughs> yeah. He's like, technically there's one more of us, but like we don't know where he is. Yeah, Vaughn's out there being an osprey somewhere. She, it was, He's in the it's, marshes. It's like in uh, Court of Thorns and Roses with um, Ianthe. Yeah, she forgot Ianthe existed. And then she was like, oh, shit, I got to wrap Ianthe up. And they're like, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't you know you're 20 yards from the Weaver's Cottage? (laughs) Funny coincidence. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That made me chuckle. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was really, it's like I, I literally just listened to that. So I'm like, yeah, I know. I thought about that too, Vaughn. I remember, I thought he was in it more, but he wasn't. Well, did he show no. up in Air of Fire or was he still? I think he's in Air of Fire and that's he, it. He came, yeah. Yeah, because I remember the funny, like the cadre comes to rescue them and everyone is in animal form except Lorcan, who's just like running behind <laughs> everybody because he doesn't have any animal form. Because he's a demi fang. Yeah. yeah. How about Lord Lorkin Lockin. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I'll be Lord Lorkin Lockin yeah. for you. But how many? So let's let's count our endings. Like, what do we count as an ending? The first ending is the battle at Orinth, the witches, the witches' sacrifice. Yeah. And that's kind of like where yes. we start when we, the 13, have really figured out that they're going to have to do the yeah. hard thing. The yeah. hard thing. Mm-hmm. The what do they call it? The shining, the yielding, the yielding. Yeah, but and they yield in light instead of in darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they burn it. They melt it to the ground. So that's the first save of the day, and that happens at like eighty nine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we've got some soft ta- downtime, and then Aelin and Dorian go and shut the word gate. Yeah, and then Aelin does what you love. <laughs> Oh, God, I was so fucking pissed. I stopped and I was like, Matt, I was like, I got to tell you about some shit right now. Like, I got to. I was like, I can't. I read it and I was like, oh, Rachel loves this. I was so mad. I was so mad. Yes. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. a lick of sense. She, Why the whole would you do mm, that? Mm-mm. I remember thinking, even this, my second and third time, like, going through it thinking okay there, there's a reason right like she's going to tell us at the end why if she we did that had any kind of a rapport with elena up till this point i might forgive it i might go like okay i can kind of see it but she fucking hates elena and she abuses her to her face every opportunity she has and then all of a sudden she's like Let's Maybe Elena's my new everything. best friend, and I think I need to risk the lives of literally everyone I know and love in the entire world, and I think I'm going to go ahead and do that for Elena today. And then it didn't work. It doesn't work. She doesn't get anything. She gets a trickle of power. The first time I read this through, I was really disappointed she loses all her power. I was like, dang, I hate it when that happens. When you lose the thing, the thing. Mm-hmm. I think her, I think something that she does and it is stubborn to the point of stupidity is her just complete reticence. Is that a word? Like the fact that she doesn't want to tell anybody anything? No, not only that, but her sacrifice of herself. Yeah. Not taking into consideration what that does to Rowan. You know, like it's just always, I'm going to take the fall. Mm -hmm. It's going to be me. Yeah. I, you know, it's great that she asked Dorian to go with her. I love that part. I like that that that, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But they have to send the gods away because Brandon made a promise to do it, right? And then yeah. Elena broke the promise. Yeah, Elena broke the promise. And so the to remake the lock that they gave her, because they gave Brandon the lock. That was going to shut the word gate so right. that Erwin... And they were going to take Erwin. Like, he had a whole plan. Okay. And Elena couldn't wait. 
I don't know what Brandon was waiting. This is where Brandon could have communicated. Remember, we had that conversation. He could have sat Elena down and been like, here's what I'm waiting for. Please don't steal it and use it for your own ends and then doom us for all of eternity. Great. Thanks. And so she had to use her power to remake the lock. That was the deal. And it was going to take all of her to make it. And Elena couldn't do it. She was dead. So it was going to have to be the heir to Mala Firebringer, which Mm -hmm. is Selena or Aelin. Yeah. And so... Aelin had to give all of her power to create this lock again to send them away. And the deal was they would take Erewhon. So she would die, but Erewhon would go and get destroyed. And that would be the end of everything. And they would take him. Well, and something else to consider about this is I have heard that she is, that somewhere in her books I'm planning to do, there is a series about the gods. So I think at some point this theme of it being well you know it feels in the last few books like the gods are driving the story yeah you know and then all of a sudden they make it like oh well now we have free will and the gods aren't tapping us on the shoulder telling us what to do right i want to be like do you really think that you would have ended up with rowan and you would have ended up with irene and irene and and her would have known each other if the gods weren't Involved in this? And if there weren't some fate stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So all of the things that made the story work. Were the gods. Were the gods. Yeah. And then they were like, bye. And then No, granted, the gods wanted to leave. Yeah. The gods wanted to leave. And then Deanna was not, like, that was a betrayal. Yeah. So I get while she was like, (laughs) oh, yeah, well, now you're going to go over to this hell realm. A hell realm. Yeah. I don't know. But with losing her power, it's very much like the Kale Irene story in that you have to, there has to be balance, right? You can't get all these blessings if, without a In a better a world, there isn't someone that is that high powered. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind her losing her power. That wasn't what made me angry. And then her and Alid have a conversation in the bathtub, remember, after? <laughs> Are they in two bathtubs? They're in two bathtubs. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like... Because tand- Bort comes in. They're and- tandem bathing. Yeah. Tandem okay. bathing. Bor- Borte, who is like the funniest character. Yes. Comes in and is like, what's up, ladies? Sits next <laughs> I want to talk about you and me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about where I want to be. Where are we going to be at the battle? Yeah. yeah. Like, I want to be up front. And her and Aelin are besties from... The second they meet each yeah, other, yeah. their vibe they together, me- they immediately vibe. Yeah, and you get a, at this point, we have a, a much better sense of Alan's sense of humor. Yeah, so it doesn't just feel like arrogance, it feels it's like far less performative at this point. Yeah, no. because she's put her money where her mouth is well, enough and, times, and she gets to be who she is now instead right. of pretending to be this right. other thing. Yeah, but what are you gonna say about the baths? Oh, they just had a conversation about. You're not, you are not your power. Mm-hmm. You know, you are this person and we don't love you because of your fire. Yeah. Although it did so say supposed to make us the feel day. Better. Yeah. Although it was pretty cool. Like, when you stopped a couple the days flowing ago. water. Right. That was my favorite. That was my favorite part of the book. So that's mm-hmm. your favorite part of this book? That's the part that I most visualize. Is Borte dropping her off the eagle and her standing there and turning it to steam? Yeah. The well, wall of fire, the wave, yeah, the lead and Lorcan ride through. Oh, oh, that's Ooh. sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's another one. That's another one that 
gets me gets me going where you know I don't think I don't I'm not gonna cry thinking about it but in the moment a lead screaming for Lorcan and everyone giving up on Lorcan except for a lead yeah mm-hmm. and her just against all odds the she's weakest what, five, one five three a hundred pounds I don't know what it's like in this universe but <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't seem to be a strong lady yeah. no and strong, she's got a she's little smart. limp. A bum, bum ankle, yep. but her bones are crushing together. Ugh. Yeah. And she rides that butterfly horse out there. Yeah. For Russia. For Russia. I know. Although she grabs the horse and she's like, we're going to ride and you're going to behave. And it's like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, yeah. I will do this thing you've asked me to do. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then there's that whole theme about the God that is hers and the God that is Lorcan's are mates. Yeah. So they are and how chaos said he called Varasha Hellas's, Hellas's horse. horse. Mm-hmm. It's just all coming together. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's clever. It, yeah. it works in that moment I in like the it. book in the book one of Kingdom of Ash. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Aelin sends all the gods away, rips a hole in their realm, so that the hell dimension invades their realm. And Some hell dimension. The Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like peace out, motherfuckers. But Mala's almost like this is what they get. Yeah. Because she gives her the power to do it. She, how is that power described? In a seed, <laughs> she gets the power of 10,000 suns. Yeah. I'm like, that is... But, I mean, that makes sense as to why she was going faster than light Yeah, through all the different universes. Mm-hmm. So... Which, luckily, Rowan anticipated her betrayal and tattooed a map on her back to get her back home again. <laughs> He's a it's pretty like, smart guy. You know That's health. Do you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> I know you're going to lie to me. And so I'm going to go ahead and preempt that lie with a lie of my own. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. What does it well, remind you of? There is this picture going around the internet of this bachelorette party. And the bride is at the bar and all her girlfriends are around. And on her back, somebody had put a tagged her with a, an air tag like the apple tag oh, to find her for later yeah so Aww. she's got like her pink dress on and her sash on and then she's got an air tag on her <laughs> i was like yep seen That's that before basically well, let's yes say aelin is an independent and she and rowan does still do that thing where he wants to control her actions yeah and she's never gonna let that be so they haven't worked out the compromise yet. I which didn't is, see it as controlling her actions, more as I know you're going to lie to my face. Like, just tell <laughs> because me. Because just tell me what just you're like, planning to do. Like, well, and then one of the little nuances of the end, one of the little chuckle parts, is where she, he's like, oh, you're going to let me in on your scheme? She's like, I'm finally ready to let you in on <laughs> my scheme. I'm about to tell you everything. There's <laughs> only that, one thing left, so I will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Now that we're, we've come to the final one. She sure. acted like it was all big, too. I'm about to tell you everything. It's this. Yeah. yeah. And it's not it's that. the letter I sent. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> I sent a strong It may not even work, letter. so. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But now you know everything. Yeah. She's like, I said she was vulgar. And he's like, you knew? She's like, no, it was just a really good guess. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. 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 Wild. It's wild that the it's the first I read this book over what probably a couple weeks, which is rare for me. I typically fly through it, but seems like it's not even the same book that Aelin gets away and she gets herself out 
right? And they just yeah. all happen to be there, which is great timing. On, I wonder who planned that. Mm. Oh, may have been the gods. It's fine though. Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mollifier. <laughs> um, Aelin gets herself out, which yeah. I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, the story, her connection with Fenris. I think oh, in the later books, it's those smaller relationships that have so much more emotional resonance that feel way better to me. Yeah. And they're so much more, you know, they add just so much more richness to the storylines. I want to know more about those moments. And those are the moments that get you going versus the re- re-listening to Throne of Glass and just, yeah, the, the maturity of the writing. Yeah, it's entirely different. It is. But it's a great, like, um, so I think we said it in another another episode. What do we call these? Another one. Yeah, episode. Um, Podcast. Another one. <laughs> that, oh, I forgot my thought. That's fine. It's okay. Yeah. I thought this book picked up a lot after she gets out. After yeah. Aileen gets free. It is kind of slow at the start. The beginning was a little bit like, okay, I get it. I mean, it's awful. Thank yeah. you for describing literally every bit of torture that mm-hmm. she's ever gone through. How did she lose her skin again? Thank you. Oh, my God. I had forgotten in the last 10 pages how she got her skin taken off this time. Thank Blech. you so much. Yeah, they roasted her like yeah. a rotisserie chicken. Yeah. And then they healed her for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty brutal. It was a lot. And then she lays in her own urine quite a bit. Always. Yeah. Watery bowels. Mm-hmm. Urine. Yep. And then she sees her mom, which I thought was kind of dramatic. Yeah. The you do not yield. Yeah. 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 That was that section. And then she has that line she keeps telling herself, a long time ago there was a princess and a kingdom long burned to ash. And the princess loved her kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> like she loved her kingdom. I mean, it was it was good. It was dramatic. I got it. I don't know that I needed that I wish that much. we would have heard that line in a sooner book. I feel like this was the first is this the first time we hear that line a long time it ago. It was used a, quite I mean I was like, where did this come from? What is this from? I mean, it's the that moment when she reconnects with her mother, which we hadn't really seen before. But it may have done it may have done more good in Empire of Storms. Or the book when we first meet a lead. Remember yeah. how we get yeah we get introduced or the book the book where Aelin describes escaping with Marion. That might be Queen uh-huh. of Shadows. That's uh, Air of Fire. Is it? Yeah, it's towards the end of Air of Fire. Okay. Because it's when she's getting eaten by the Bog Prince and she okay. goes through all of her memories. And then mm-hmm. we meet a lead in the next book. Yeah. In somewhere in there. Yes. It may have been a little bit, like, if you wanted to introduce it earlier yes. on. Yeah, so we're echoing it rather than introducing it now. But it does somewhat make sense that when she's in this three-month torture chamber and she reconnects with her mother, yeah, then okay. she's reminded, because she had repressed a lot of that. I don't know. But I hear you. It doesn't make, it feels a little cringy because we ha- we don't, it doesn't, f- it's not something we've gotten. It's since. just very dramatic, mm-hmm. and I just don't know where it came from, so I was like, Ugh. I wish this was something like very emotionally powerful. Like you want to talk about when I cried the hardest? Sure. I won't. Well, I always want to. Maybe not the hardest, but I really cried when she gave Gavriel's dead body the blood oath. Ugh. I mean, I was like, and I was mad because I was 
it was like during a work day. So I was about to go back to work and like tears are streaming down. My makeup's all messed up. And I'm like, dang it. I, I want to get like a, I want to take a cry cut cricket and make a thing that says, if I'm crying in my car, I'm listening to a book. If I'm giggling in my car, I'm listening to a book. But then have like a winky face. <laughs> So that people aren't concerned why a woman is just sitting in her car sobbing. Yeah. Because yeah. it happens a lot. Be like, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm listening to a book. I'm listening to a book. Yeah, I think that would have been more emotionally impactful for me if I wasn't 75 con- 75% convinced Gabriel was going to found a way to come back. Yeah, he wasn't, though. This I was, was the one day. I was like, okay, how? All right, maybe that's it. Maybe this is it. And then oh, at the end, I was like, I'm really then at the end when they go, no, no, there's actually more of us because the cadre are talking and they're like, actually, there's one more of us. I was like, oh, this is it. And then they were like, no, it's Vaughn. And I was like, oh, snap. I totally forgot about Vaughn. Oh, yeah, no one remembers Mr. <laughs> Osprey. I, I, I stopped. I listened to the last few chapters in the car, so I couldn't write down. But Gabriel showing up. At that last end, I completely forgot about how Gavriel shows up and saves the day. And I did start ugly crying mm-hmm. because I knew this book that, that he was, like, he was gone. Back. Yeah. Yeah. And so being, a, I did start like sobbing. <laughs> I had to like pause it and sob and like uh, close my, cover my face like a little kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was an ugly cry. Mm. I mean, all, so, mu- so much of it was just, it's just these touching small moments. When Manon is crowned, yeah, I wouldn't. I would say three tears, three tears. I well, did like that scene where she stands yeah. up to the matrons. Yeah, yeah. Rachel and I know. Tell me about what are some of the parts that felt you felt something <laughs> other than rage. I felt something. That's so funny. Um, I liked the part. I liked any part with the little people. Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, the little people that show up. The ones yeah. that made sculptures for her that every once in a while she actually listened to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time she hid from everybody, which I thought was funny. I I did, um, when they do show up, I was pretty emotional. Yeah. I was yeah. like, when she shows up and on um, the Lord of the North and yeah. his, I did get yes. really, I was like, oh, wow. Chills. It was just so much more. The first time I listened to it, I don't think I even knew what was happening. Because you were just going through it so fast. So fast. Same here. Yeah. So understanding it. And the t- the time it took us to go through this story. Oh, my God. I mean, we've been with these characters for five months. Mm-hmm. So seeing Dorian change, seeing, you know, I think the first pod we did, I was saying Selena as Selena. I, I was saying it correctly, but it sounds like I'm saying Selena. I was saying Selena. It's just my, I, I have a little. I pronounce things weird. Sometimes. You have a southern accent. I have a accent. lot of spit. Okay. Yeah, I have a lot of spit. <laughs> sometimes I have a southern accent. Sometimes I don't. Yeah, Selena. Just change Japan. I think I think the Lord of the North part again would have been more impactful if I wasn't immediately like, oh, you mean on the dawn of the third day, look to the east. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole time. Is that an LTR thing? Yeah. Like yeah. this. Didn't Jesus also do that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Aslan, maybe? Aslan. I don't know. Well, Jesus, that's Aslan. When they're all in Helm's yeah. Deep and oh, they're right. stuck in Helm's mm-hmm. Deep and they're like, hold Helm's Deep. Um, yeah. Like, I look mean, we knew it was going to happen. I know, but it was very like, okay, Gandalf on. Because Gandalf has a special horse, too. Okay. okay. You want to talk about, yes, shadow facts. Yeah. Yes, correct. But you want to talk about another moment when the portals open and it's literally just in game. 
Yeah. Yes. Even though she did write this before Endgame came out. So let's give her some credit. Okay. But like the sling ring. Yes. <laughs> they sling ring those portals and then all these lost fae, which we knew were coming because they'd only subtly mentioned them eight times throughout the book. <laughs> I was like, whoop, there they are. I think we're like <laughs> 20 pages in. He's like, that's as us, that is as likely as the lost fae coming back from the north or the wolf tribe riding out of the wilderness. And I was like, oh, there they are. They're going to show up. Oh, there's the rifle. And should they show up together because the lost oh. fae are riding the wolves with the wolf tribe on. Right. Like, subtle well, look there they are yeah because she did the same thing in a court of thorns and roses yeah i mean they that's were like, definitely her thing they're like oh you know like the one the winged people with the like feather wings like wouldn't it be nice if they showed up and like saved us that'd be really that'd be great. so cool yeah and oh that's never gonna happen they've disappeared long ago they've been missing yeah <laughs> yep yeah i did like how like falcon shows up at the fair we don't falcon doesn't do anything in this book she forgot about him she forgot about him because lysandra is out there like but he had learned how to turn into a, a rukin yeah which yeah. is great because he was a i just know lysandra was out there like killing everything killing, killing everything. in charge Everyone. yeah yeah and falcon came at the end and he was like hey you're my niece and she's like i have a family great mm. that's great yeah I'm excited about because he got everything back mm-hmm. yeah when dorian killed the spider mm-hmm yeah, he's he young again. He was young I again. Also f- the Karen Quee thing, too. Like, we didn't get enough understanding of why the Karen Quee were so scary. No, because it was treated very like, okay, well, they're coming. They're coming. They're- yeah, oh, the wolf they- tribe already ate them. It's fine. Yep. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. they were made out to be, like, I'm trying to think of a monster that they, like, tried to tout them as. Like, a bunch of Thanoses. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a bunch of, like, boss characters. Like, they're all going to be, they, like, like just, like, ten-foot spiders? I mean. Right. I, yeah, I but... guess that they didn't they didn't have the impact that I th- think they wanted them to have. It should have been, like, For the me. Battle of Hogwarts when the spiders came. <laughs> you know, that was some serious shit. I don't remember that. Well, Aragog's children. Oh, okay. Did they fight on the right side? <laughs> no, they were with, with the, the bad, bad guys. guys. Oh, okay. Makes mm. sense. And they, like, carried Hagrid off. Oh, okay. Well, that was also a, a quantity, you know? That was a quantity well, of spiders. we had, like, six princesses, which we were setting up to be, like, these are going to be, like, six maves. Yeah. Like, you thought Maeve like was, was scary as really shit. So they deal. were just supposed to be, like, six Maeve spiders. Yeah, they were supposed to be, like, six Maeve equivalent, but in a spider body. Oh, that is, like that is terrifying. Princesses. That would be terrifying. That's why they're like, oh, my God, the Volg princesses are coming. Like, they're coming. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, nope, the wolf tribe has been training to just defeat these specific six things for the last They've thousand years. They've been working years. towards this their entire lives. Yeah. Generational, generation after generation. Yeah. Aren't you guys lucky? I mean, they already took care of him. I mean, we are. And then yeah. then Irene melts Erewhon, which I think is really funny because she's like, pathetic. <laughs> she just squishes <laughs> him. And then everybody just goes, yeah. <laughs> like powers off uh-huh. the army. Yeah. I thought yeah. the timing was really interesting because it, it everything did happen chronologically, kind of. But then there were things that were happening at the same time. So, yeah. you know, you were trying to go back and forth between these things and keep up with where things were. Mm-hmm. So the pacing was reasonable. I did like how Maeve died, though. That was really where they stab her through the back. And then she's like, please, just let me go. Let me go anywhere. Like, I'll just leave. I'll just leave. I'll anywhere. just go. And 
Aelin is like, oh, anywhere? Okay. Uh, you want to leave? You want to go, like, have your own life? You probably shouldn't have been such a bitch. And then yeah. she decapitates her. Well, and I think she looks who around to hell? see. They kind of do a vote of, like, who gets the kill shot. Yeah. And then uh-huh. they're like, this one's for you, girl. You yeah. take it. It's yours. You go. And she, I thought Lorcan might get it. But, yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I'm I'm glad she. That was fun. And I thought it was amazing that Irene got to kill. Erewhon. Erewhon. Yeah. Dorian pretend. I love that Dorian just figured out how to shapeshift. Yeah, he was like, well, I have raw magic. That should work. Which is cool. And, and that's so great. Cool. Like, I, in my mind, raw magic can do anything you want it to. Right, which is good. She actually did you, let raw magic. It wasn't just like, I use it for my eye powers. It was like, <laughs> I use it for my other stuff, too. <laughs> uh, I use it to keep my coffee warm. <laughs> I have raw magic. I know. And then I did like how he takes out Morath. He's just like, oh, you thought I was just traveling around as a gnat this whole time? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've been slowly weakening the foundations. <laughs> I really enjoyed that whole yeah, little episode just, of Dorian and Maeve's. Yeah, his, yeah. his glow up. He powered up. I'm telling He powered way up. He powered up. Was, like, Dorian's oh. whiskers twitched. I was like, oh, yeah. cute. The, I, <laughs> not this time. The first time I read it, the, his father's name being Dorian. I loved that. That got me. That was that, that was two tears. As that was one as, and a half tears. Yeah, one, one and, and a half. half tears. Yeah, it's really sweet. His the like that allowed him to forgive his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it helped him come to terms. Do you want to know something very random that I really thought in the beginning of these books was going to be something, and it never was? Dorian's younger brother. Yeah. yeah, he just disappears. I really—they really set that up. I thought he was going to be a villain in like later books. It was like his cousin, wasn't his cousin Roland, mm-hmm. or whatever? Yeah, he shows up and he's like the villainous guy, and then he goes off, and that's like that's it. That's it. Because that's she it. took major turns. Yeah, when she wrote this book, Duke Parrington was not Erewhon. The first time through. No. Yeah. Because they mention that. I I will say, once you understand and under, know who Aelin is, that entire scene where she is just like being snarky as hell with both of them. And Maeve is like, why are we standing around and not doing anything? And everyone's just like listening to her. And she even says that. She's like, remember when we saw each other and we just didn't see each other for who we were? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was one scene that I was like, I don't know how I feel in this scene. And that was the one with Adian and Lysandra, where he confronts Lysandra about the plot they put together behind his back. That was, that was tough. And he was like, you fucking thought this was going to work and you didn't bother to ask me or talk to me about it or discuss how I thought this would work. You just thought I'm you were going to you thought you were going to look like Aelin and everything was going to be OK. And you were not going to be able to summon flame like she was supposed to, and no one was going to fucking notice. Is that when he calls her a bitch? That's yeah, and he yeah. throws her out on the snow. Like that was hard. Yeah, that I, that is. That's a tough scene because he made a lot of really valid points. Yeah, but, but he I, was also. But it was not couched in a very. It was a very aggressive, like abusive scene towards Lysandra. It was. It was. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. And the the stakes of the story make that kind of relationship a little bit more palatable, but we all know it, it was it Adian had to redeem himself. 
after but that. But he had good. I mean, he had he had great, every great reason point. to be that yeah, angry for because sure. He was like, "I'm literally her general," and she didn't think to ask me that. But you don't get to love someone and put your hands on them, right? That's why it was like he yeah. made a lot of valid points, but also that was too far. Yeah, I remember the first time I read through thinking, "Well, yo, you are in." It is unusual for her male characters to be someone we're rooting for and also be aggressive Horrified in that way. Yeah, have a breakdown in that. Because he has like a breakdown. He has a fragile masculinity moment. Yeah. Well, because everyone's dying. And, and he's watching his, everyone die. And they think they're dying for Aelin, but Aelin's not even there. Right. And he's the only one who and knows it. And he feels betrayed by that, too. And he was shoehorned into that position. Helpless. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't tell him, and they didn't give him a choice. Yeah. It yeah. was not nice. Just Aelin scheming again, making people promise things to her. And that wasn't Lysandra. That was Aelin again. Right. That was Aelin. But when we think about, when you think about what... A person in her position with as much power and authority has to have. I'm glad she has the confidence to follow her gut. In this series, it works out because she's got the the gods yeah. ha- helping her. Because she's got her spirit ancestors helping her, the gods helping her, and it works out. But I'm glad she trusts herself, but she also has to learn that you have to trust the people that you're working with. Yeah. You cannot have a strong court if you don't also trust them with your schemes. Right. So, and with their, like, you can get their input. You are still 19, and Adian has been fighting battles his entire life. Yeah. He could have given you good input on that, and you didn't even ask. Right. Yeah. So I can see both. I mean, I can see Adian's point of view. I, I felt just, so torn over that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely feels wrong. I, I mean... Lysandra was the, f- like, boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, she is doing work, Front putting line. in work. Yeah. Her and Adian basically hold that army together. Uh, what's another part you cried at? Uh, In your little notebook. Well. The 13, obviously. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. That's hard. And then, every, like, then the battle just takes a pause so they can all go out there and put down flowers. Yeah, and that's really, and just... Manon's grief is just so, I mean, where Manon started and where she ends up, I mean, it just, it's heartbreaking. It's just heartbreaking. For a second, I thought Abraxas was going to die. Oh, that's hard. The sky puppy? Yeah. And I was like, no, you can't can't kill the sky puppy. No. Yeah. I'm glad that Petra showed up. I forgot that happened. Mm -hmm. I completely forgot how it ended. I forgot about Nehemia. I totally forgot about we oh. have not mentioned Nehemia in like five books. Yeah. Yeah, and Nehemia does get brought up. Yeah, because she mentions brings her, her name. up in Tower of Dawn when he's like reliving trauma, you know, when they're doing yeah. the healing. But really that's I don't think he names her though. I think he's just like he sees a broken body on oh, the bed. Yeah. yeah. And then she remembers her name, like the name that Nehemia gave her. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was like, oh, there is one Alentia. Yeah, that reminds me of one line, and I wanted to write it down, but I was driving. There's one part, and I really like had a <laughs> um, when they're fighting in the middle of it, and I forget what Aelin does, but Rowan thinks about Sam. He's like, 
I wonder if Sam is watching her right now. I hope he is. Mm-hmm. Sam Cortland, I hope he yeah. knows. Yes. And like how big of an impact him telling Selena, I am Sam Cortland and I am not afraid. Mm-hmm. Like the impact that that has on this world changing event. Yeah. And how, I mean, that's just the theme of the entire book. Do not be scared. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. Actually, you're completely allowed to be afraid. You just have to do it anyways. Right. Yes. Yeah. A bravery. <laughs> and I did like the uh, fast travel towards the end where they're like, it's going to be weeks. We're traveling for weeks. It's going to be weeks. And then they're like, oh, no, if we don't get to Orinth tonight, it's going to fall. And the little people pop up and they're like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> we are an excellent plot device. <laughs> Follow us through the hello, secret. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> what do you know? We have secret ways. <laughs> we know the way through the mountain. <laughs> yeah. My favorite thing is, no, <laughs> something I really loved is when at the end when Rowan is like, she's like, babe, we can't have like arts. We can't have like culture and arts programs to start. <laughs> He's like, but didn't you know that you are an heir of Maeve and you killed Maeve so you get half her treasure? Yeah. And I'm a prince, and I baby. Get the other half? I'm a prince, baby. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. We got plenty of money. They're like, surprise. Surprise, we're rich. Money yeah. problem solved. Solved. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Dorian, have fun going back to your kingdom. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Oh, yeah, your kingdom is Peace. trash. Yeah. They'll by be the fine. Way. They'll be fine. They <laughs> have lots fine. of, they're, they're setting up the trades. They've got, oh, I yeah. love that they're all about reaching out to other people to see how they're doing it so they can do it well. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that Ardalan is going to have socialized healthcare with their tower of healing. Yeah, and, and then Torre. they talk about there's like democracy in this country off to the east. Mm-hmm. They're like, there's a country off to the east where they vote for things. We should go see how they do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she sends Fenris, I think. He's yeah, like, I'll does. go. I'll figure it out. I ain't yeah. got nothing else he going on. Excited. Yeah, now that I've gouged my own eyes out, whatever. He like scrapes his face. He gets pretty hurt. I did mm-hmm. skim a little bit during that part. Yeah. Such a that quick was reader. I don't see only, how you... That was the... Oh, sorry. No. I felt like it. that dragged a little. I was like, okay, we're all tortured and Maeve is torturing us all. And that's... That's literally the only part of this entire book that I skipped. It, and they were like this... They weren't very long. No. I was just like, I don't need to know. I know exactly what she's going to do to hurt you. I don't yeah. need to... Yeah. I don't need to rehash I need this. To, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I've hashed. We, we've yeah, hashed. I didn't... Mm-hmm. I, I skipped Lorcan's. I skipped Finner. I know what you're doing. You're you're upset because you're your brother. And she's saying really hurtful things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely zoned out on that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the best part. And, like, pacing-wise, it doesn't make a ton of sense right there. Because mm-hmm. we've got, like, a whole bunch of climax like, happening. Go. And it's like, let's just fucking go. I've, mm-hmm. I'm in, I've been in this for 950 pages I'm sweating. Now. Like, I just We've been doing to... this for 40 chapters now. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm just ready for you to kill me. And we can move on to the how we make everything better part. Mm-hmm. That'd yep. be great. I did cry when she walked in and everybody was trusted. I did cry at her coronation. Yeah. I did. I get overwhelmed. Mm. That's just what it is. I just, I get over, I get yeah. flooded with emotion and it has to come out as tears. What about the king's flame? Yep. Oh, putting the, the flower in the crown. Yep. They're like, we, we found a goldsmith who could make it in a day. Yep. <laughs> and then she gets the other crown and it fits inside. And I was waiting for like, do we get any more? Are we going to just do like, j- <laughs> like, on like, like the Russian nesting the dolls will just keep sticking them on there. <laughs> Um, this one fits at the here. end, yeah, because it's not just one flower; it's the, the, whole, the field whole field. Oh, yes, that too. 
Yeah. The carpet, the rug joke is actually really funny. Yeah, I did like, we'll just put a rug on it. <laughs> that was, tacky I was rug? Like, no, one they... of the only jokes I appreciated at the end. It was a little too jokey for me at the end. We're, we're going to be, we're a I really know, good court. I really I was liked like, it. Ugh. I did like when we got to the rug. Know, the yeah. rug one was funny. Before the that, rug I was, was like, funny. I liked them all. We're all standing we here did. over Maeve's dead body yeah. having a cry. Like, yeah. Breaking tension, I guess. I love that they cut her head off. Please yeah. just cut their fucking heads yes. off. And they like burner. Yeah. Just burner. Bye. Mm-hmm. Which luckily Dorian still has some magic. Yeah. After he was. A lot more than. Tricked. They needed him. Well, she brought him in and then she was like, actually, nope. Boop. And she well, like she kicks had him an, out. She had mm-hmm. another option. She's yeah. trying to save him. Somebody had to rule. He had been trained his whole yeah, life. Yeah, somebody needed to go kill Erewhon after she bargained the gods out of doing it. Yeah, that doesn't actually make sense. And I, I it doesn't actually the make sense. The part where she's like, I had them vote because I wanted them to say out loud that they thought they could defeat Erewhon. And it's like, that's not, that's a terrible, that's, no, because they're all your friends. They're standing around they trying, know? trying to convince you. They don't you. know. They're not going to be like, no, Aelin, you really need to sacrifice yourself because I don't think I can handle that fucker. No one's saying that. They're all going to be like, Aelin, yes, of course we can handle him. Like, with you by our side, we can do this. And she's like, oh, good, you can kill him? Great, I can try to save Elena, who I have verbally abused at every opportunity. Who's already dead. I don't know if she understood the impact of what Elena had done. And what it feels like to have a mate in the afterlife until she had Rowan. And I think that was a learning moment from her. You don't have to agree with me. I'm just saying. Hmm. I mean, I can't. But it still doesn't make sense why she would trade fucking Elena for Erewhon. Yeah. Yes. Like, that's your start lower reason to go in there. Like, what were the gods gonna do? They were going to take Erewhon into their world. But what would they him. have done if she hadn't opened their world? I don't know. You mean if she hadn't opened the gate into their world? Yeah. I don't know. I guess they could have smote her. Yeah. I guess. Except she's the only one who had the lock. She's they the were going to banish Elena. No. It, there's no... There doesn't. Because she's the only one who can open the door. And she opened the door and then tried to bargain with them. She could have simply not opened the door and then and bargained with them then and been like, free Elena and take Erewhon with you. And then I'll open the door. Because if they defeat her, if they kill her, then that's it. There's nothing. Yeah. But I like the way it ended. And I like that Irene got I to mean, melt I like, his face I do off. like the mm-hmm. ending. But I do get... I don't like how we get there. Yeah, that part is really... But I do think it had more... I think the intention of it was to kind of Easter egg this other series. Yes. But I'm not even sure if we're going to get that. So I think that's why it feels out of place. It's like... Well, what's that book that we read where things were popping up and it's like, this feels out of place. Oh, yeah, because we're not going to recognize the significance of it until three books later. Oh, is that Nyaxia? Yeah. The one where we were like, oh, this feels like the middle book. This feels like the middle book of a series. Yeah. And it doesn't feel, uh I feel, that's what the whole God plot felt like to me. Right? Because there wasn't, we didn't get the touches from the gods until later. Yeah, until Aline and Manon showed up, which was book four. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And we don't have, do we have gods in A Court of Thorns and Roses? 
there's no religion. I don't or the the people don't have. Well, religion. I don't even know if they're actual gods or just really powerful beings that end up in places. We have the priestesses. So who do they? I don't know. We don't really. It's not in. big. It's we not don't, a big I don't deal. Think so. Uh-uh. No, we just have you God have like Anthony. But I think that we are going to realize in future books that there are elements of magic and powers in Prithian that in other worlds are God character uh-huh. traits. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like the way that they're all going to kind of combo. And you'll see a lot more... God talk in Crescent City. Mm. Which is where, yeah, which is where that thought process is coming yeah. from. Yeah. But we don't have to read that till January. <laughs> We're not reading that next. We're reading that in January. Are we going to do two episodes on Throne of Glass? Or do we want to do one big wrap-up episode of the whole? I mean, are we doing two episodes on Kingdom of Ash? Or do we want next episode to be one big wrap-up of all Throne of Like our favorite moments in Throne yeah, of Glass. Yeah, let's do that. Because we're at an hour right okay. now. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, did y'all prepare your favorite moments from the books? Yeah, I misunderstood the assignment. Well, we can take a pause and you can... <laughs> think about it. Think about it for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I liked how this... I liked how she wrapped everything up. I liked that she wrapped everything up. There was a couple of things that she was like, oh, yeah, and then that guy did this thing. And it was like... When she finally meets her cousin and she's like, I saw you one time from a distance. And he mm-hmm. was like, well, considering your previous profession, thanks for not killing me. I love yeah. that part. Like, that's the only time they meet. And there's yeah. a couple where, more where it's like, we've been I'm trying to think like Rolf. Rolf basically disappears. He shows up as like a fairy at one point. He's like, they're they're stuck. Their back is to the river. And he just pops up and he's like, hello, I have ships. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and so they get on the ships and they like get pirated to like the next stop. Uh, privateered privateered to the next stop and then he's just I like hate pirates i just don't like, hate privateers oh, oh wait maybe and they just hop off and here's your fire lances oh, we also don't talk about silent assassins at all until the end when we get this little tiny moment between hey, did he talk this whole time no between no. ansel <laughs> between ansel and I mean, Ilias? is that Ilias. Yeah. yeah i mean they're there they do stuff like they plant the bombs that take down the witch towers and stuff and they'll be like and we lost two silent killed. assassins and they're like my <laughs> the silent assassins that hurt the whole assassin thing i'm never going to get over I because know. you could have just made them mercenaries and it makes so much more fucking it really sense does. because why would a group of secret assassins have a uniform but there aren't. I <laughs> think, I think the secret. Uh, I think the secret thing is something in your head because at no point is are they ever ninjas. They're not secrets. Well, an assassin should be someone that you don't know. Like you shouldn't not be able necessarily. to. Not necessarily. You're thinking a ninja. I'm not. And thinking you're also a ninja. Thinking, I'm thinking an assassin. <laughs> if you have a world where there is no technology, you can hide in plain sight, or wear a uniform. <laughs> Because they're like heard, heard, heard. Okay, I give like, you a great point. They're like we great could, we points. picked out the secret assassins in the crowd because they were all wearing their layered robes. Be like, oh, there's an assassin. Oh, there's an assassin. Well, at this point, they're not supposed to be they're secret the stealth. They're not. They don't they're train not, stealth. They're off the clock. They're off the clock. <laughs> they're definitely on the clock. They're just they're working for a different reason they're right just now. Mercenaries, mercs. It makes it, I get why it's that war. Can, 
everyone's killing. It's war. <laughs> this is war. Yeah. We're all on duty. I don't know. It just, yeah. And then Ilias doesn't talk. He doesn't yeah. like, talk the whole time. No, I didn't talk. Just shakes his head. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot about how. And then Lorcan did is in this book. Yes. The most that is so disappointing thing. Isn't it? The rudest it is so you, rude. You denied me. This was My the coupling that we were so looking forward to. Good. This was what we wanted. This is what we needed. If I had writ, if I had had been a fan of these books, like if I was who I am now, <laughs> and was reading it lot like as it came out, I would have after reading Silver Flames, I would have. Ripped a book to shreds. Yes. And t- yes. Thrown it, it across. Ribbons. I would have shredded it to ribbons, it to ribbons yeah. and probably had watery bowels from anger. Yeah. 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 Yes. Because Elite and Lorcan is my favorite couple. Yes. They absolutely get short shrift in this book, which is fine, except for the one moment because she's pissed at him for two thirds of the book. That's true. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I hope you die on the battlefield. And then everybody's coming back. She's like, Where's, where's Lorcan? And they're like, I think he died on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, like no. I hope you exact, die on the battlefield. That's exactly well. That's exactly how it happens. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. And so she gets on the horse and she's like, Lorca, Lorca, <laughs> and she I, saves I his ass. I didn't yes. mean it. And she like has to get him on the. I mean, we well, get all that, and, and then they're yeah. then we finally get like. I want you to show me everything. And he's like, okay. And then Lorcan did. So Lorcan did. Lorcan did fucking what, Sarah? What did he do? It's so funny because it's an it's definitely an ongoing thing in the community. And it, <laughs> if you read any posts that Sarah J. Mass actually makes, somebody, somebody chimes in with, oh yeah? Well, what did Lorcan do, Sarah? What did Lorcan do? <laughs> because it's no thing. I was but, Far more interested in that scene than I was in the one where, well, like, Rowan and Elena finally get together and we have the, like, she turns the sand to glass and we somehow yeah. have romantic, unpainful Aylin. beach sex. Oh, okay. That did I say Aelin? No, you said, you said Elena. Elena. And I'm I was sorry. like, I'm sorry. When did that happen? Whoa. You're like, did you pick up what? a ghost sex? somewhere sorry. in the middle? No, no, Rowan and Aelin. <laughs> I slept with your ghost granny. <laughs> 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 we did butt stuff on the beach. <laughs> Ghost granny, sorry. Okay. I, I, by the time we got to that, I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, like, I didn't uh, care about it, Elena. Um, I didn't care mm. about Aelin and Rowan either. Uh-uh. That's why I'm saying a lot of the moments that happen with Aelin aren't the heartstrings. They're no. not what tugs you. It's the tiny moments. The Darrow and Liz, and I completely forgot that she told Evangeline to win the war. Yeah, win the kingdom back. Win, for me. win the kingdom back. back for me. Completely forgot about that. So now I'm like, when she says that at the end, I'm like, oh my God, did that little girl manipulate that old man? Or is that just her soft sweetness? Yeah, she was just kind and won his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I also love that the king was just a gay man with his partner. I love how yeah. it's like non, non, yeah. no top, like non, what's the right way to say it? No just like deal. a non-issue. Yeah, non-issue. You know? I just love that. Yeah. It's like, fine. Yeah. Just this old-hardened man, and she breaks him, like, softens him. He's so, so sweet with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Considering how we introduced him and how big yes. of an asshole so he is when we first meet. He was yeah. so like, mean. 
And Although he wasn't saying little... anything. It was the same thing with like Adian and Lysander. Yeah, he was just protecting Terry. Like, who are you, 19-year-old assassin Yeah, woman? Like, you don't... Who do you get to be? Even though you would think because she is his partner's niece. I don't know. Yeah. But that yeah. I think the, the that relationship. And then the it was tearful for me when Darrow went back to them and said, Adian, here is the sword. Yeah. And you are a lady and yep. bows. Mm-hmm. And like I dubbed thee with all support. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I fell in love with this little girl in an appropriate way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, I thought that was really in an special. appropriate way. As a, father, as, a, as a father. As a father. Yeah, as yeah. a father. Yeah. Yeah, there were some really good heartfelt moments mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. It wraps up a it it does wrap it up well. I enjoyed these multiple endgasms far more than the ones in is it Wings and Ruin? Yes. Yeah. That to me was just like, oh fucking again. <laughs> And then this one really was like, oh, my God, I cannot wait for you to read Crescent City. Oh, my God. It's going to be we're not going even touching any other anything else until January. Right. It's my birthday month. We're reading both Crescent City books. Mm-hmm. And then actually the third one that comes out at the end of the month. So that'll be our first book in February. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So okay. excited. I, I can hear the excitement. Yeah. I'll, I look forward to it too, I guess, because every time I mention the like Court of Wings and Ruin, the travesty of an ending that that got, you guys are like, I can't wait for you to read Crescent City. <laughs> so I have so many feelings yeah, about reading Crescent funny. City. Yeah, but it's funny. It's funny in Crescent City. Like, anyways. I think you're going to love it. Maybe that's, not, that's though. My... I mean, there are, there are things. Like, there are things. There are things. That are going to also, you know... It's, a, yeah. We'll, yeah. We're, we'll be there in five well, isn't months. Isn't it this, was it this week or last week where Sarah J. Mass teased there might be more Throne of Glass books? Oh, yeah. She said, yeah, she says, or is, is this it? the story over? Or I just really it? think that Crescent City is going to loot. Could be. Lose a lot of. <laughs> Kate's doing her. You're about to spoil something. Snap. Get your, get your head out of that space okay done gone mm. I snapped at her <laughs> <laughs> i just don't want anyone to we haven't read crescent city yet yeah so yeah i just thinking about Listen, my what? friends who listen who haven't read it yet i'm like i don't want them because you can drop bombs yeah i don't want to drop any bombs don't drop bombs in Mm-mm. this this we already podcast. talked about dropping bombs last episode at the very end where we talked about pooping her <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, I, caught, I caught what you were referencing. Thank you. I do love them. Thank you. Well, I thank you so much thank for reading for this reading with this. us. You're welcome. I am so proud of you, happy for you, that you made it through. I didn't die. You didn't die. Mm-mm. You remained optimistic mm-hmm. enough. Enough. <laughs> Adequately, <laughs> adequately, yeah, adequately good attitude. Yeah, I thought they were good, and I also do really appreciate your take on these stories. I mean, you have really valid points. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't remember. I just don't pay attention. 
Yeah. I get so caught up. Was we it get you? Caught up. Was it you that was saying was it, have we said it on that um your brain doesn't know the difference? Yeah, I think we've mentioned it once or twice. Like you can attach to a fictional character in the way that you attach to a regular person. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Mm. Yep. Well, I love this series. I'm so glad we did it. Yay. Yay. We right. did it. I guess we'll wrap it here. And then next episode will be a greatest hits, like a mm-hmm. throne of glass greatest sure. hits. And then we'll move on to the next book, which yep. is, let me look Monster. It up. It's a reverse harem monster book. Uh, is it Friends with All the Monsters? I think so. Yeah. I will post information about it. I've never it read it. I'm really excited about doing some books. Going have back, any of us read it? No. I have read them. Oh. oh. Which is why I recommended them. Yeah. I'm excited about doing some books I've not read before. Yeah. I'm excited about doing books that you guys have not read before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it'll be good. And there's a lot of smut. We have been light on smut. Yes, This we is have. like young adult. Yeah. Yeah. Throne of Glass is pretty smut light. And Super smut light. <laughs> I think I'm ready for some like it's hardcore. Like a, was there plot? I don't know. Yeah. They were just fucking the whole book. Yeah. I literally <laughs> Let me tell know. you my favorite fucking moment. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. You're gonna, and I think this is our first reverse harem. Um, mm-hmm. awesome, Rachel. Tell us a little bit what's going on on the other threads. What other threads? The other feeds on Strange and Beautiful Book Club. What you reading over there? Um, we're gonna do the complete double dead for our book club this month. Nice. So that'll be the last Tuesday of the month, and it's a horror book by Chuck Wendig, cool. whom I really like. Cool. So he does the Blackbird series, which we might like. It's horror. It's not fantasy. If it does have spice, it's very um, horror adjacent. Not mm-hmm. rape, but like, scary. I don't know. Scary. Yeah, the main character is a girl who can see how people die when she touches them. I don't like it. You don't have to read it. That sounds scary. Too scared. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but I'll have to read that. I want to read mediocre writing <laughs> and okay. fantasy smut. Well, we're going to do you. some. Uh, we need recommendations for some just great Kindle Unlimited books that are like... I think we should try The Necromancer's Bride in October. We could. And there's another one that I found that I think we should read. And it's where the female character is the old... Like, it's the reverse gender. Oh, nice. So the female character is like the old, already settled in their power, like morally gray character. And then the male character is the like young, fresh... 22-year-old. 22-year-old. And I was like, that might be a nice swap. Yeah, try mm-hmm. let's try it out. And I found another one I think we're going to, we might like, where it's like a um, awkward, like, friends to lovers, but it's like a vampire book, and it's um, two dudes. Yeah. Sweet. So it. we'll get some get some representation. Yeah. And Sounds some good. butt stuff. Yeah, I love yeah. good butt stuff. So I Surprised think... Surprised we don't see more butt stuff in these books, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, not Sarah J. Mass. I'm not sure Sarah J. Mass is ever going to throw well, you know, stuff she, in. She tried to do. She's tried to do stuff that they edited out. Like she had a um, threesome in Silver Flames with Azriel and Cassian, like written, and they <laughs> they Hannah's took face. it out. Yeah, and, oh. and, and it becomes yeah. They were like, it's too much, and then so she made so it. They, a fa- she made it fantasy. a fantasy. She made it a fantasy. Mm. Oh my god! Right? She was like, they were like, it's too much. Is it? I no. Is it? it? It's not. I'm is sweating. Is that where we I draw the line in Court of Silver Flames? I'm Serious? sweating right now. <laughs> like, and all of a sudden, it became really hot in here. Oh lord! I mean, after. 
shit we put Asriel through. He needed a threesome. He needed yeah, that. On. Don't worry. He'll. I think he's the next bad boy going to align with a sister. I don't know. I we'll don't know see. how I feel. We'll figure that out when we'll we see. get there. Yeah. I did see a meme that was like, why have you denied me the bestowal of a giant dick? Like, <laughs> why have I not? Asriel has not. We haven't done anything with Asriel. Yeah. We have not seen We're, his penis. Which no. makes it more fulfilling when it does. You know, it's the holding, the withholding. The yeah, hold for 500 out. years. Got, yeah. Yeah. Got mm-hmm. time. He gets around, though. They say that. Yeah. He's he, got he his secret. some secret, secret shadow lovers. <laughs> Literally, maybe Secret knowing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So yes, smut is on the horizon, and we will wrap it up there. Okay, <laughs> until next Please, time. Please, yeah. Bye. Thank bye. you. Bye. See you. <laughs> Just me tuning